Hi, my name is Ryan, and this is the 2017 CM Podcast. Joining me today, we have Ewan. Hello. And Rowan. Hello. So, we're going to start off today, guys, with mentioning your favourite movies of all time. Can be last year, can be any point. Ewan. So, my favourite film of all time would definitely have to be Law Abiding Citizen. It's just a great on-take onto the US justice system, and it has some good action scenes and a sort of sense of explosions. It's like it's got a bit of everything. Mm, nice. It's such an interesting take on like who you think is the good guy and who is the bad guy in it. Right, really yeah. makes you think. Yeah, Rowan. Uh, so my favorite film or film, should I say, is the Lord of the Rings trilogy. So it's actually quite a lot of people's favorite films, but yes, I think the vast world that, that Peter Jackson has managed to uh, sort of create with Tolkien's work is magnificent. Yeah. Um, I think most of the films lack the amount of detail that, that Lord of the Rings has. The Hobbit as well. I don't. I didn't think that The Hobbit was as good, um, but it certainly did do a good job. Yeah. Of, uh, I mean, you can't have a specific favorite of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, yeah. can you? you I mean, if be. I had to, it probably would be Fellowship of the Ring because right, that's where yeah. that's where Peter Jackson yeah. establishes this immense world that is Middle Earth. Yeah, there's nothing quite like it really when it comes mm. to depth of backstory and character. Mm. But Lord of the Rings, I, I no. think I'd have to agree with you on but, that yeah. one. I think even even if you if you even if you've read into the the sort of backstory, I mean, you've got you don't just have the books. You've got the massive book which was uh, finished by Tolkien's son, which is actually the uh, the Silmarillion, which is which he actually spent his whole life doing, and it's basically the backstory of of Middle Earth, how it was created. Right. Um, but yeah, that that's certainly something that that sh- people should check out. It's a great film. I love the. Yeah. I think it's uh, the Twin Towers. If that's the one with Midas to Earth in it, I yeah. love that scene. Yeah. It's yeah. Great scene. Oh yeah, one of the battle scenes of those. I love them. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. As for myself, um, this is a movie that I've absolutely loved all my life. Um, lots of people will disagree with me as as to why it's my favorite, but that movie will, is The Last Samurai. Mm. Um, I thought Tom Cruise played an incredible role. When I first actually watched it, I didn't even realise it was Tom Cruise. Mm. And, you know, Looking back now, I'm like, how did I miss that? But yeah, when I first saw it, I didn't realise Tom Cruise. And I honestly think it's one of the best movies I've ever done. I love Japanese history and I love the, you know, the um, culture. take on it. Yeah, it's and the, the culture. culture. Yeah, it's, it's the like, culture, the mm. lore of it. And mm. it is the history of it, really. It is um, mm. more or less what happened. But yeah, like I said, people will disagree yeah. because historians have proven like, Lots of the type of uh, parts last, of the movie to be actually lacking in historical oh accuracy. Yeah. The last samurai did not involve a, yeah. <laughs> a US yeah. man leading them. No, yeah. exactly, yeah. It's Although there are stories of it, which is what they based it off, yeah. it's not historically proven. There's mm. still great scenes in it. Yeah. The charging is such like a representation. Like yeah. la- it's always like the Japanese way of it. I've actually, I, I've never watched the film so Last Samurai yeah. really would, would you actually I really would you go and watch it yeah. <laughs> yeah it is a really good movie it is um, yeah it's definitely American captured movie so you know it's okay. clearly an American directed you know it's like a I don't want to say spaghetti western but it's kind of like that yeah it's similar to that but the it's taken on the adaptation of Japanese history and mm. that's what I love about it yeah is how um, how they do that yeah um, but yeah We'll get back to that a little bit later on, but now we're going to go into our main topic. That's going to be the top five movies of 2016. And we're going to start off this with the number number five. five. There we go. And we have decided, and I'm going to be talking about it, we have decided that Tarzan is going to be the uh, number five of our top Mm -hmm. five of 2016. 
and it's not the old one it is the new one um recently came out in cinemas i don't think you guys have seen it yet have you? i actually um, haven't no. no i don't intend to but it's still a good film I yeah i mean it's just i'm gonna be honest it's just barely got into the top five list to be honest what makes it so good is the um is the cgi and how well it was done you don't believe that it is cgi it's one of those movies mm. that it looks real but you know it's not you know the gorillas as well uh, look really realistic and it's insane how they do it and the acting as well margaret robbie um plays one of the lead roles of Tarzan as well. So that's enjoyable to watch, you know. She's really good at acting. Um, the main cast was also pretty good. Um, I'm not sure who, what his name was. He has been in a few roles beforehand, but he did do well in his adaptation to um, Tarzan. Um, a few things that I liked a little bit inside the, the movie, because I'll give you a brief, the brief the storyline. It is based after the original so you see flashbacks of the original, you know, when they all meet. The cartoon. In, in the cartoon. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, yeah, we go back to the, tar- uh, to the uh, cartoon, yeah, with Tarzan. Um, but it, yeah, it does have flashbacks of that. Not of a cartoon, but um, in real life um, persona. But yeah, uh, it's based on an aftermath of it. And we see like um, a really cool twist on it. His uh, muscle structure in his hands have actually been adapted to his, his surroundings. So when he runs on all fours his actual wrists change and become a different bone so structure so it's like mm. as if he was a gorilla or yeah, a monkey as if, he so was, like, as if he was born as a gorilla correct that's yeah. good because I don't think the cartoon showed that no, that's exactly very, like, I think they've taken that role of Tarzan and put it under their wing and gone yeah you know well he, he would have this he would have that as, he, as whether, it's, whether he actually would have those bone structure um, differences is beyond me but the, the fact that they put it in the small little details of that is yeah. really really cool I really like that but yeah, I think that's that's it for my, my, my number five. I'm going to move on to number four, which is Rowan. Yes, so <laughs> number four that we've I think we've all decided on yes. is uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, which actually came out towards the end of 2016. Mm. Um, so this film is directed by David Yates, who actually did the, the last two um, or three, depending on how you see it, uh, Harry Potter films. And uh, one thing I do really like about David Yates is like five or ten minutes into each of his films you've already established the main character and you feel sort of safe so he's a safe director but I don't mean that as an insult I mean it's in a good way it's a good way that it gets it's structure isn't it it's who people yeah. know who the good guy is instead of thinking oh who is who is that and yeah. who is that so it's like oh I know him it's just yeah. a good way to make people kind of engaged I would say yeah, the film. It's, it's a good way to do it yeah so this is um set in 1920s New York and it's sort of a prequel um, so to speak of, to the Harry Potter films so uh, we've got the main character which is uh, Eddie Redmayne as Newt Scamander who mm. is this former Hogwarts student who goes to the States to find and document these magical creatures or beasts um, and all doesn't really go to plan there are some sort of little problems um, not going to go into that too much don't want to give it away um, but on to what I really, really like about this film. So the first thing would, would probably be um, Eddie Redmayne as Newt Scamander. Yeah, definitely, yes. So you, you were talking before about how you like yeah, Eddie um, Redmayne. I absolutely love Eddie Redmayne. When when it comes to acting, he definitely has this, a new, completely different take on acting. Mm. Considering his age in comparison to all these you know legendary actors, which we all know and love, 
He um, I recently watched him in um, The Theory of Everything. I don't know if you guys have seen yeah, it. Yeah, fantastic mm-hmm. film. Great film. He yeah. does an adaptation, right? It's a basically, it's a book, well, it's a movie based on the book of Stephen Hawkins. He plays as Stephen Hawkins. Oh, was Hawkins. that him? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And he uh, plays him, as Stephen Hawkins from a young age, from Cambridge, moving on through his life to writing the book of The Theory of Everything and going on to prove the theory of everything, of mm. the existence and the start of the universe. And you just about see towards the end of the movie, um, here's a theory on a, on a different book, although that's not like a major spoiler or anything, so don't worry if you haven't seen it. Mm. But um, yeah, absolutely loved him in that, thought he was terrific. I actually haven't seen The Fantastic Beast, but because I met, he's in it, it does definitely make me want to watch it. Yeah, so um, in this film, he's absolutely fantastic. One thing I did notice is um, because he's, he is this sort of socially awkward character, he, he rarely looks people in the eye when he's talking to them, he sort of looks away. Um, and I quite like that because that gives, gives us an idea of this, of, of how he feels, he's, he's sort of awkward. Um, however, who he does look in the eye is his beasts, his creatures that he has in his suitcase, which, which you'll find out if you watch the film, which shows that he, he has a connection with these and he feels comfortable. Yeah. Um, which again, talking about just little things that make the difference, that even, even if you don't notice it, it's psychological, you know, that this character is yeah. slightly awkward, but you know, he, he gets on with his beasts yeah. and that sort of thing. I think that again with Eddie Redmayne, the fact that he can show off and prove that through acting his social anxiety over you know a film, mm. um, over people's you know viewing of that movie is I think is incredible, and yeah. you can get that just those slight things that make a movie completely, you know, ten times better. I think you know from an acting career for him i think he's he's got a bright future ahead of him definitely yeah, when it, comes it to his career. definitely makes him feel like he's not reading from a script which you could tell with a lot of actors like they don't mm. portray that character they say oh again the mind of the character but yeah. you gotta learn how to speak in the character and how would the person would yeah feel. how would that person interact you know? yeah social law anxiety is a hard thing to portray because it could be very different and that's you know and yeah. usually you do have connection with things very close to them as in i the beast I'm going to guess are close of them because I've not yet seen it but it's how it portrays it and you wouldn't see that with if it was just him reading the script in front of him be like hi my name is Newt Salamander mm, I like yeah. bees it's just it wouldn't sound as good yeah um, but yeah so I think one other thing as well is his clothing so you right. see his clothing he sort of he wears these trousers this sort of jacket his hair's all over the place and to be honest I, I feel like this is a, a sort of link to um, Doctor Who because he's sort of quirky, um, probably not as outgoing as Doctor Who, but I did like that. I thought I think that's sort of right, one thing yeah. that I sort of associated Newt Scamander with, as in Doctor Who and Matt Smith's Doctor Who especially. Ah, right. The sort of hands all 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 over the place, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, another thing, visual effects in this film. So the visual effects are magnificent. I I feel. I mean, if the first films, if the first Harry Potter films managed to create managed to create the visual effects that this film have it would it would be even better even though that's hard to believe because right, the first yeah. films are brilliant although you disagree, disagree with that thing. yeah i mean when it comes to harry potter i've never been a particular fan i've tried to watch many of the harry potter films you know trying to do the whole marathon i don't know if you're the same you and it's but, too long like yeah the first two just feel inadequate yeah, yeah. Like, I know you don't need it they're young then as well and they're not it's as experienced the only good scene from I think the first one the Philosopher's Stone is the chess scene that right, is a great yeah. scene I love it because it's like yeah. it's f- awesome it's chess yeah, yeah, but like yeah. 
I'm just it's like I'm with the car I'm just a bit yeah get into the action that's the same with me you know it takes it is a long long um, set of movies and it does take a while and when it comes like you said the CGI for me Harry Potter it lacked a lot of that in the the way Mm. they showed off the spells and certain stuff like Mm, that it's just like a beam of light because I remember the um, three headed dog thing or whatever it is called Uh, Fluffy I think his name was yeah I can't remember if it is Fluffy he um, wasn't very fluffy when it came to that CGI because that was I think it looked awful and the immersion I think was just I mean when you when you look at other films at that time you've got Lord of the Rings um, yes you know you can you can clearly see the difference in CGI obviously that depends that depends on the budget they did do an alright job yeah um better than a lot of other films I can tell you that Um, as from you know like a a non-fan of Harry Potter Fantastic Beasts actually is a Harry Potter movie or sequel prequel sorry that I actually would actually want to go see Eddie Redmayne you know one of the highest reasons why but this also just seems like a good you know um, solo film on its own yeah it is it is a separate film Um, I mean one thing that I, I mean I did like was the fact that it doesn't really it doesn't sort of copy off the Harry Potter world and the, the, the sort of films it makes its own storyline if right. if you'd never watched the Harry Potter films or even if you didn't like the Harry Potter films in, in your case yeah. um, you could watch these and you could love them um, which is why I really really would recommend watching them because I mean again, again going on to the visual effects magnificent reminds me sort of like not any of that sort of thing going into a completely oh, nice, other yeah. world which really you know, I'm watching this film really did immerse me in this world. I think David Yates has actually done a fantastic job. Yeah. Um, and I think because he has set up this world, I think, and obviously um, J.K. Rowling, more films can be made from this sort of this sort of um, this sort yeah. of segment of of the Harry Potter world and universe. Yeah, definitely a lot more to expand upon, isn't there? Yeah, certainly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's that's a solid reason why Fantastic Beasts is our number four. But we are going to move on now and we're going to be talking about our number three, which is Ewan. It is Captain America Civil War. Nice. A great superhero film which everybody could watch because it's, it's got that ultimate scenario which I feel is like, you got the superheroes versus the bad guys. It's mm. all the same. But you always feel like, who would be better between the superheroes themselves? Like, who's more powerful? Yeah. And they split them up. It's Iron Man versus Captain America. We're just two good guys, as we know, isn't it? Yeah, so. and I like people love them. Like, I'm Team Iron Man. Right, I think he's yeah. a much better guy than America or Captain America. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> America. Like, it's a good country, but um, I think it's just an ultimate thing which you'd want to see. Like, who would actually win? And mm. the fact that they get a whole team against each other is like, I yeah, like a civil war. Yeah. But um, <laughs> it's just amazing to see, and I think it's great because the airport scene, which you would have seen from the trailers a little bit it's just like the, you could see the fights in the background so it's not just fixated on one person and that's something which that's more detailed means you, it kind of feels like you're immersed in the world and yeah. you're there and it, yeah. it just feels so good to watch when you, when you go see it it's so like oh, yeah it's all happening around it's all happening it? like yeah. you could be like you could see an Iron Man like punch a guy in the, uh, like Captain America in the face and you could also see uh, is it Falcon? I think it's Falcon Right, yeah, I think so. The guy with the wings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like in flying with a thingy. Oh, I forgot what the guy who has the Captain America, uh, Iron Man suit, but the other dude. Oh yeah, I know. Is that the silver dude? Yeah, I can't remember his name. Oh, I can't remember. Really name, but I know. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've not watched the film again, and then we only go rewatch it. But it's also great because it 
it introduces new characters. It's got Spider-Man. You get to finally see him instead of yes. his solo films from a way back. And it's just, which they were all very, um, they were all right, but, you know, you got to see him in new character. Finally, he kind of gave a bit of a quirk because he's from Brooklyn. And if I remember, Captain America is from New York or Manhattan. I can't remember. And they, they've got in, like, because they actually have a scene together where they're speaking, like, Brooklyn, he's just like, New York, and he's just like, uh yeah, and it's just like they have that kind of like, yeah, they kind of have that connection. It's yeah, just like, yeah, oh, yeah. but they're fighting with each other, so it's kind yeah. of really cool. And that also, the new Spider Man gave away for the new trailer for that, and that's just like, that's pretty cool to see. Yeah, I, I love Spider Man. I can't wait to see that, but um, yeah. it's just got very good. It's kind of got, it's like kind of like a new genre of superhero film because I think very little superhero films have done this before, like pitted the superheroes against each other. We had it before with Batman versus Superman, but that wasn't the Justice League in general going against each other. Because that was before even Justice League is formed. So it's just right, a bit yeah. like it's only Batman versus Superman and that was a that it was a normal film. It was a bit iffy, but it's not like Civil War which definitely much better. It had a lot more action in it, had a lot more depth into it because you you finally got to see how the characters felt because of what the situation was of how the world kind of wanted this, the Avengers to kind of stop being like, involved in everything because it's kind of getting a bit... There's a lot of tension, I'll say. Yeah. So it's good to see everybody's kind of moral input, you know, and if people actually want to carry on doing it and kind of like the spark which started the Civil War, quotation marks, it's just a great film to see, I yeah. would say. It's very... Um, would you... um? Did you say you were a Captain America side, were you? No, no, of course not. No. Iron Man. Iron Man, right. Yeah, There's sorry. a suit which does everything. It flies, shoots lasers. Yeah, yeah. I think <laughs> shoots rockets. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Well, um, one, I did. I actually haven't seen the movie myself. It is some... I know, <laughs> yeah. Gasping in my chair <laughs> in disbelief. Someone died in our room just now. Um, no, I actually haven't seen it myself, although what actually... Um, got my attention the most was the uh we we saw black panther is it in the, in oh, the movie yeah. as well yeah, which was, is now going on a spin-off to its own mm. solo career movie isn't it it's going off into its own genre now he's like a vigilante in a sort of sense because he's not there to fight the civil war in the sort of sense he's there for he's his own there. personal vengeance of what nice. happened in the film which i won't say because spoilers even though you should have seen it yeah yeah but well you know he's a great character i actually can't wait to see that he definitely this, he's just got so many cool powers he's yeah. like Batman but Panther Panther <laughs> Man yeah is an alternative name I like to call him right Panther Man yeah. yeah I think it'll catch on I think it'll do well <laughs> I think it'll do really well um, but no I, I, I actually haven't seen the movie it's definitely something that I want to go see and I am usually um, the type of Marvel fan I am I've watched all the other Marvel movies and I would watch any other Marvel movie to come but just some reason Civil War has always been something I haven't try to go see or haven't bothered I think it's because and I have to say this and people are going to hate the fact that I say this but Captain America and Iron Man are probably my least favourite superheroes in the Avengers who would you say is best then? the best if, if it was my case I'd have Thor and Hulk fight each other and that would be like my True. ultimate Avengers movie that did Sorry. make it a little bit like where is Hulk and yeah it's like if there's this big battle they, where they are did. they they did introduce Ant-Man and Spider-Man it's yeah, better what, what, what is Ant-Man I definitely say it's a Marvel <laughs> yeah. it's a Marvel did, to watch I it I actually quite like Ant-Man but we're not talking about that yeah we're not talking about Ant-Man we're not talking about Ant-Man what about um, 
like because we already know Captain America and uh, Iron Man as roles we've seen them act before in numerous previous movies and their own movies as well how do you say the acting is done for like the rest of the cast you know we've got like um, Black Panther and the Falcon guy as well um, uh, they're all very generally like I said they all kind of they all portray how they feel with this whole sort of tension between the group yeah yeah and there could be an improvement but I think generally it was all good like it's just a generally good acting level. Like I wouldn't say there was anybody who had any faults. I'll say that there was nobody like right, okay. who kind of good. brought the film down. Yeah, could have done better, I guess. You know, um, no, actually, I can't no, think of anything. So you're Marvel fan yourself, then? I'm more of a DC person. But I DC. really love America, Marvel, yeah. Civil War. I, yeah. I'm not really caring. Well, that's about, something I'm just gonna. Like, I've not seen the seconds. I've not. I never saw Winter Soldier or the one before that. But right, yeah. Civil War, I just had to see because I like seeing. So which would you prefer when I say uh, Batman vs Superman or Civil War? See, I would. I'm gonna have to say Civil War, but I really, actually, really, I know that many people dislike Batman vs Superman. I really loved it as well because <sighs> it was just. I just loved the depth of it. Well, actually, I've seen Batman vs Superman, but I haven't seen Civil War. But that is definitely something I definitely will go see because. Um, I do like Spider-Man. Even if he's not in it much, I will go see it because of him and Black Panther. Because mm. obviously Captain America and Iron Man aren't my favourites. They didn't entice me to go watch it, but I definitely might have a look at that with those two guys around. Mm. But um, I think that's it for Civil War. Yeah. I think we're going to move on to now. We're getting close to our number one, but we are hitting now our number two. Ooh. And so that close. is, I know, so close, so close. Yeah. The anticipation is killing. <laughs> but no, number two, Rowan. Yeah, so at number two, um, we, we've all decided on this, and it, I think it had to be in the top five, and it was Rogue One. Yes. yes. So um, I don't have much to say about this film, but what a fantastic film. Right. They have done a fantastic job of creating this film that is separate to the Star Wars uh, films. Yeah. It's, uh, like saga. A, it's like a prequel sequel. Because yeah, it's, in it's, in be- it's in between. It's in between <laughs> the thing. Yeah. It's yeah. when you get the, the sort of three films. It's in, in between the six films. So, so smack bang in the middle. Um, there's plans um, for the Death Star. They're trying to find these plans. Not going to give it away, but um, again, similar to Fantastic Beasts, it's not one of those films where you have to watch the the other films, the other Star Wars films. You can watch it on its own. Um, it sort of has this sort of war film um, sort of theme to it, um, which I really liked. But obviously, it's in the Star Wars universe, which mm. makes which I'm pretty sure makes everything a thousand times better. It always makes it better, yeah. Um, and to be honest, fantastic film. If you haven't watched it, you really, really need to watch it because it was outstanding, um, which is why I put it above Fantastic Beasts because it was just fantastic. We've got new characters. Um, and again, obviously, I'm not going to give anything away, but we have all the characters coming back into the film, mm. which for me was outstanding i loved it yeah um, but yeah that's pretty much it yeah i mean what i loved about um rogue one um is the fact that they use so many new actors and actresses yeah then none of these you know um you know well a-list celebrities yeah. well-known legendary actors in these movies to portray these characters these are all new or mainly new actors that have only been seen in a few you know you know like not as popular movies or tv shows yeah i think now. we had um is it felicity jones who plays uh Jin? main character I think that's her name I think so yeah I wouldn't be sure wouldn't well I'm not 100% sure um, on that one but yeah I think her again similar to Eddie Redmayne her body language um, she's someone that has been all, constantly pushed down 
but you can tell you can tell from her body language she's got these wide eyes which are mm. full of emotion and she but she's always got her chin up which shows that she she always has yeah. hope which is sort of the theme for this rebel film you would say it's almost a new hope <laughs> or is that too early to say in the sequel prequel timeline yeah well but it's a good way to like if you have new actors and actresses it's almost like you're creating new characters mm. instead of like I mean if exactly, they just yeah, brought, like say I can't I can't remember if Harrison oh no uh, thingy Han Solo is in Rogue One I'm he's not no, no. But I'm just saying if they if he was and he brought Harrison Ford in it's just like oh, alright or if they brought a new person to play him yeah, like, they're not they're not relying on other actors or yeah. other big actors that are from yeah, the other films to carry the movie to make the fl- yeah exactly, yeah, exactly. Which is, uh, yeah. it was a good way to take it away from the main canon not universe but storyline I would yeah. say with and it might even people. entice people that haven't necessarily seen many of the Star Wars movies previously or even the you know the original movies of Star Wars mm. or Star Wars the seven the, the the latest one or obviously before Rogue One to actually watch the movie would you recommend people who aren't a fan of the Star Wars movie to watch this would they enjoy it just as much yes yeah, so um, they obviously if you're not into sci-fi then this is not the good, the right film for you because it is it relies heavily on sci-fi because mm. it, it is that universe yeah. but yeah. Um, if you don't like the Star Wars films certainly go and watch it because it adds a completely new sort of angle to the films um, and with with the with the other Star Wars films it's sort of like you've got to get it, it's from film one to three and nothing really happens um, in between but this film it all happens in one so in in what an hour and a half it all happens yeah. in an hour and a half which, which is, is really good so you're not sort of waiting around it's not it's not this sort of tedious waiting around I'm not saying the other films are bad I'm just yeah. saying to have it in one sort of compact film was brilliant for me. I loved it. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. So um, I think before we go on to number one, um, we should also talk about some other films that we were actually discussing before this. So yes, some so honourable mentions. Yeah, yeah, that's a good uh, idea. So we've obviously mentioned Tars and Deadpool, Rogue One, that sort of thing. Batman versus Superman. We've talked about that a little bit, haven't we? Um, anything you want to say about that again? Um, Batman versus Superman. Good story kind of good story kind of I would say it's got a very the action was good on it I'll give you that the story was goodish it was lacking in parts because it felt like you're just trying to cram it all into one yeah but the fight scenes in it like that is just like if you're just a general action fan go watch Batman vs Superman for the fighting it's so good I I agree actually there when it comes to the fighting scenes yeah I do like the fighting scenes however I feel like the particular fighting scenes between Batman and Superman were um a little silly actually i feel like there's times where i'm not going to give anything away for those who haven't seen it but there's times where there's a a bit of a fight and it's more of a one-sided because someone is refusing to fight back so it's Mm. more of a just a bit of a one-sided little scrap which shouldn't have ended how it did it's how it's achieved because superman doesn't uh, i mean i'm talking from the old cartoon version or the animated one Mm. superman doesn't want to fight Batman in a sort of sense he just wants to work with him mm. as in like because what will happen or he wants to be he wants to resolve in a different way but Batman doesn't want that he wants to mm. fight and that's when it's fight usually, with almost isn't it but, yeah but yeah. they really have one good line of dialogue and it's when Batman goes to Superman he's like do you bleed or is it, is it, I think yeah, it's do it's you an bleed interesting, interesting quote it's just like it's a good it's also a great film because it's always it's like it's like a David versus Goliath sort of yeah, sense yeah, it's yeah. a man versus God, yeah, it's definitely an honorable mention I would put on this, but yeah, if I had a better dialogue, it would definitely yeah. make it on. So, again, just to quickly mention, we've got we've also got 
um, Doctor Strange, fantastic film. Sam Benedict Cumberbatch really like that. If you haven't yeah. watched that, certainly go and watch it. Um, yeah, it's, it's a good. It's, it's a good superhero film. It adds a, a different angle to it. It's less, although it does have action. It's less about the action. Um, more about the actual it's like story. It's an Inception line. Marvel movie, isn't it? It Ooh, is, yeah. Very yeah, intriguing. We also have um, films, some films that I don't think all of us have seen. We've got BFG. Anyone seen that? I wanted to because I, I love the book. You know, Rodar is just such a good writer, but I never. Yeah. I've kind of forgot about it. I yeah, I, me- I mean, now. I remember sort of watching the cartoons as a kid um, and obviously the books. Um, we also have. Um, Sausage Party. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that, uh, Sausage Party. That was that. definitely not, maybe not an honourable mention, but definitely something that would <laughs> call the. It's the mention somewhere else. It's called the attention of um, a lot of people. Um, but it was. It's a movie to see, not mainly because of its quality, but maybe because of what it provides humorously. Humorously, or you may want to avoid the ending if you are. Not yeah. an adult. <laughs> yes. I would say that. Yes, it's yeah. definitely an adult movie. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I think finally, one thing before we go on to the number one that uh, that everyone would want to hear is Jungle Book. So yeah. that's had fantastic reviews. Definitely, I think yeah. you're forgetting one else. I would like to say is Zootopia. Zootopia. I am also a big fan of it. I love it. I, I mean, to be fair, I'm gonna have to agree. I have watched that movie. As much as it is a Disney movie with all its secret morals and rules behind it and all its metaphors and the writing, it is a good movie and it's well written. So I do recommend people going to see that as well. So yeah, I think you should have mentioned that one before instead of trying to end it. So it's uh, <laughs> abruptly. <laughs> well, The Jungle Book and Zootopia could be very similar, just different time periods. So, But we're not over now. But moving on to the, um, the final one now, the one and only of what we got for 2016 for our number one movie to see and the best film is, is Deadpool. Deadpool Deadpool now Deadpool is something I've always liked I've read the comics I've actually you know I've read a lot into it I was a huge fan of you Deadpool. played the games I've played the games <laughs> I've played the games numerous times over and over again I love um, the writing within the games and the comics they're so similar they've uh, done really well with that one but they put all of that into the movie and I couldn't picture anyone better than Ryan Reynolds himself playing as the man. Didn't Deadpool. he want to, to go on for like 15 years? Was it? Yeah, yeah, about 15, 16 years. He's been wanting to play Deadpool for that long. It's good that he waited, though, because I feel like if it was done before, it would have been very... Yeah, different. because it's known that his mouth in the movie and his eyes are CGI'd, but that is about it. That is, that is literally the only bit of CGI that they've actually added within it other than the, probably a car turning over or something like that but other than that well written and they've got the exact exact type of character they want from Deadpool um, the audience loved it when mm. they first heard about it they didn't actually know people didn't know about it until it was leaked the first impression of Deadpool was an actual leak footage um, from a couple of uh, a couple of years ago of him jumping off the railway a lot of people would have seen it I don't know if you guys have seen it at all yeah I think I've never seen that scene it's one way that he because it was one of the other guys when he's fighting was that the leak footage on the bridge as well yeah that's the one where he jumps down into the car yeah it's brilliant um yeah any of you guys seen anything similar um not really but one thing that I did want to say about uh, Deadpool was um obviously we all know this it does break the fourth wall which I love yes Um, yes um adds a different element to the, to these sort of superhero films and um, the fact that um, it's more of an adult film mm. which you don't usually get from from superhero films um, 
usually they're aimed towards people of around about 12 or, or even younger kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, but these, this sort of idea of, of making it an adult film, I really loved. Um, I, I went to watch it in the cinema and I certainly did hear a lot of adult, adults laughing. So it was funny. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it really did make me laugh whilst also being uh, an emotional film. And I think they've done a fantastic job. Yeah. I actually, one of the, I have to say, because um, it was definitely one of the huge standing points of Deadpool, is actually the marketing of Deadpool. Um, the trailers, the posters, mm-hmm. the, um, like the little side, uh, little secret, like, uh, little spin-off things that you got for it they're like trailers but they were like teaser trailers yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. we've got the Australian teaser trailer for Deadpool as well I thought they were all very oh, good I remember that one yeah, they actually yeah yeah the card, yeah it? they actually enticed Deadpool for a while for about a year to be a romance movie as a joke they'd made Deadpool a romance movie and put posters everywhere <laughs> as a romance <laughs> and set it as a chick flick in an actual category and it wasn't until like a couple of months towards it we actually said it properly, but I think that was just so brilliant seeing Ryan Reynolds in the Deadpool costume, just walking around, you know, in New York and these different places of Halloween and stuff, mm. just taking the mic. I thought it was absolutely brilliant. Yeah. They did advertising by many films in 2016 did it wrong, but Deadpool stands out. It deserves the number one placement. Yeah, yeah I think definitely. I think advertising. I mean. Um, film companies spend so much, and in some cases, they actually spend more than than the actual yeah, budget of the do, film. Yeah. Uh, and it's 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 vital. Mm. Um, if Deadpool didn't have the sort of advertising that it actually did, w- would you have watched it? Would you have gone to watch it straight away? Yeah, I mean, personally, to me, because I've already mentioned I was a big fan of Deadpool um, anyway, and I actually really like Ryan Reynolds um, as an actor as well. So mm. I think personally, I would have gone to see it anyway. But as for it, whether it was the you know that marketing was there or not, I yeah. think uh, for me it certainly was because when a new superhero film film comes out, um, I'm, I, I don't I don't want to watch it straight away. I'm not uh, you know it's not my it's not my main priorities. But uh, with Deadpool, after watching some of the trailers, I just knew that it'd be it, it was funny. Yeah, and I just, I just knew it'd be a fantastic film, yeah. especially with Ryan Reynolds yeah. as the main character. I've yeah. still not seen it, but I know it's yeah, a good film. No, I've watched snippets of it, and I just. I can never get around to watching films sometimes. Like sometimes I'm just in my lazy mood yeah. and I'm like, I mean, I fall asleep. <laughs> I've watched so many films and not seen it all because I fell asleep. Yeah. But Deadpool, I keep on going back to well, such a good from the parts I've seen because I've seen like thirty minutes of it all. I enjoy it. It's so good, you know. Advertising definitely did put it up there. Yeah, I think it's I definitely just, something you need to see. Of the top five we have here, Deadpool's the number one. <laughs> And you need to see it. I was very firm with my num- number three. I put yeah. that forward. I wanted it higher. Yeah, you sold but that. <laughs> saw- it was going to be five, I think, but yeah. I pushed it on. Yes. But um, we have got, like, a, I, f- I know a bit of knowledge when it comes to, like, the actual, like, um, sales of Deadpool. It was, you know, known as one of the highest grossing Marvel movies ever made. You think about all the Marvel movies that have been made, Deadpool in 2016 made more than any of them so it just mm. goes to show how popular he really became and how much of a um, success he was to the globe really mm. um, do you think we'll see see Deadpool again in coming years oh yeah I mean I they've, they've, got they've to. already announced a Deadpool 2 and <laughs> they're very happy about that and they're very confident with its success because mm. I reckon it will just like Deadpool 1 you can't get enough of it really Deadpool 2 will it's, be it's a great superhero to think about it He's yeah yeah no one else is like him. No one is four. Not in the sense breaking. of break. Yeah, no, I was gonna say four four breaking is very unique. Um, 
yeah, I think that I is. I think that is it. Yeah, that is that. that is it for us today. Um, join us next week where we'll be actually talking about the top five worst movies of 2016. The you can also catch us up with um, all the new footage and news that we have weekly on our Creative Media 65 site, and that is creativemedia65.wordpress.com. Don't forget to look at our Twitter, Facebook, and our Instagram for any other types of feedback. And that is it for us, guys. We will see you next week. Thanks.